Welcome to my podcast, Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. I'm so excited you are here. You will hear some incredible stories about how people are serving around the world, how they overcame a struggle, how they serve. These shows will give you an edge in business and your personal life. I believe serving over sales will help you grow in so many ways. And now, about our incredible sponsor, Info. Info is a web app that puts your business on people's cell phones when you meet people online or in person. They can engage with your business or send out referrals with a button click 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The power of business is connecting with more people. Remember, your network is your net worth. Info will do this for you. I would love to help spread the word about these shows, so please subscribe to this podcast and find us on all your podcast platforms. Please share with anyone you know who could benefit from our shows. Please enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to another incredible episode with Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. And as I always say in the beginning of the show, I bring servants to the show, and I found another one. I want to thank a shout-out to Steve Remmel, who introduced us, and I'm excited to bring Chuck on the show. Chuck, welcome. It's great to be with you, Steve. I'm, I've been looking forward to our conversation all week. I love that. And the audience will be, too, because you have so much to offer. Well, let's start. What got you started and what you're doing? Why are you doing it? What's the passion? <laughs> the, the, the passion and the, the real mission of the organization is so I grew growing up in a family owned business, been involved in, in multiple businesses along my way of, of my career and been in and out. So we we bought businesses and built them and sold them. Uh, but where I'm at today is my company's Whitewater Consulting. And at the end of the day, we serve and support our clients, which are small and mid-sized business owners across the U.S., and the thing that uh, the mission behind it is literally that is we are. It's a ministry that I, the way I view the work we do, and it is something that is all about focusing on the client and serving and supporting and meeting their needs from the people side of their organization. I don't hear ministry word tied to business very often, and I love hearing it. It is something that that that's really where my heart, and my passion is. I, I, everything that we do, um, it is about serving and, and trying to help others. And not, you know, the, the the fun thing is, I tell my wife all the time, I get to do what I love at this point in my life, and they actually pay me to do it. Amen. Isn't that great? Bring it's value, it's amazing. Value. Yeah, <laughs> abundance <laughs> is good. We could give back. Let's talk about serving. I like to ask this question. You know, what's serving to you? What does that look like to you in your business? That's a great question, Steve. I think serving is really, um, it is, starts off with the way that we approach our, our the clients that we have. It's approaching them with not having um, any type of parameters or we don't have any special offers that we're trying to sell them. We're literally going in just trying to have a conversation just like you and I are having on this yeah. podcast where we are just trying to understand what's going on with the business and what their challenges or what their needs may be. And then I'm all I'm trying to do then is just look for uh, ways that I can connect them with people on my network to help solve that problem. So it starts with just asking questions and listening with the focus being back on on the client um, and then just trying to find the best way and the most efficient way and, and the I guess really the lowest cost way to really solve that problem for them. Love community. You're building a community of resources to help others. You can't that's the definition of one of the definitions of serving. Uh, we talked before the show, and I love your analogy, the hub and the spokes. 
I want you to talk about that so the audience can learn how you use that analogy in your business. So the, the way you know, I, I started Whitewater Consulting about five years ago, and and what we have done is, um, I the hub and spoke system is really designed for me to be the hub of the of the company. So I'm basically the client facing person within our company, and and so I'm getting the opportunity to work with and develop relationship with the client. Again, going in trying to understand what their needs are, and then. I look for people in my network and I've got about probably 25 to 30 different people or organizations that are in that network. They've been well vetted. They're people I've known for 10, 15, 20 years. Um, and so I've got a high level of confidence. Whenever I introduce them to a client to yeah. solve a problem, I know the client's going to be very, very well taken care of. And then we do, I do a revenue share with, with the majority of the people in my network. And so it just allows us you know, really to be able to, um, be able to bring the, the absolute best specialist to the table because sometimes the business owner, they know that they've got a need. They just don't know where to go or who to trust that can actually come in and solve that problem. Yeah. And so we've, we've got a, a network that's already been well vetted, highly trust, you know, has high accountability. And, and it's just one that there's just a good fit nine times out of 10. Well, I love, I've heard this story before, but I love you telling it an audience. This is what I picked up. You never heard the word sell in his whole story he just told you. I want you to think about that while I'm doing this show. Chuck is falling into a T. And can I say, are you successful right now, Chuck? Right, right now it is. I've, I've been blessed so much. And yeah. uh, the, the second half of last year that rolled right into the first quarter of this year, I just made the comment this morning to someone, I am literally at my capacity right now for for a new business and and the opportunities that we have. It's an amazing place to be. Um, and I'm just very, very grateful for it. I love how you say it. I don't ask that for ego for you, Chuck, or for the audience here. It's telling you serving, not selling, will make you successful. I don't care what you do. I'm passionate about it. That's why I do a podcast. Let's delve in. Um, pretend I'm a client and you're building a relationship with me. Let's walk through that journey, how this would work with somebody, a smaller, medium-sized business, that comes aboard with you? How do you walk them through that journey? Yeah, I think, again, Steve, I think it goes back to the, uh, what I call the discovery uh, part of the process. And that's literally just having about an hour to two hour conversation with them. What's really interesting, fun is, is that, you know, oftentimes when consultant comes in to talk with the business owner, again, they're, they've got a predestined route that they yeah. want to try to guide that conversation and take, lead that business owner to a product or service they're trying to sell. Yeah. Um, because of the fact that we don't do it, we, it allows us to really be able to build a, a deeper relationship up front. And also it establishes trust up front. So one of the things that I'd love to do is rather than coming in and trying to share all of the highs that I've experienced over yeah. 25 or 30 years, oftentimes I lead with my greatest mistake. And even even in my book, Unprecedented, I start the book off talking about my greatest mistake, my greatest business failure that I had and what yeah. I learned from that. And so by doing that, it helps a lot of people just take that mask off that I've got everything under control and I know what I'm doing to take them to a place of these are some of my greatest challenges I'm having. I don't have anyone that I can really talk to about this yeah. or get help with. And and there's so there's a connection when that happens. And then it, it did the just the flow of the communication and the um 
the uh, transparency that comes from that, from the business owner, it makes our, our conversation just so much easier. And, and I'm able to connect them, you know, and be able to help solve that problem for them so much quicker. And then what we do from that model. So once we go through that and they get that, that problem solved, is I meet with our clients every, once every three months because I want to know and have my finger on the pulse of what's going on from a service delivery, as well as I want to know what's happening within their minds and their their vision really for the next six months. And from that, we're able to identify additional services and, and additional values that we can bring to them. Yeah, that's that's powerful because businesses are changing, especially with COVID. We know oh my how gosh. Much, <laughs> your face tells a million, that tells a million <laughs> stories there. I, I like to ask this. You have a ton of experience. Does that help you be better in the position you are today? I think having the real life experience yeah. and setting in the business owner seat gives you a different perspective and, and is able you're able to actually empathize with your with the client as they're hearing their story. Yeah. So I think it definitely gives you advantages. I, I talk not don't know whether I shared this with you earlier or not, but the background, the backstory to Whitewater Consulting was came from a, a trip the four of us did to Canada where we were navigating the lakes and the river system for three weeks. Didn't see anyone that entire trip. But the reason that I bring that story up is as we were going through uh, about halfway through the trip, we thought we were coming up to a, uh, a set of dual set of rapids. And it's, we looked at the maps, looked at the water level and decided we could go through those without having to carry all of our stuff around. Well, we went through the first set and everything was fine. But as my partner and I were getting closer and closer to the second set of what we thought was a set of rapids, it was actually about a 20 foot waterfall. Cool. And the current was taking us and closer and closer by the second. And as we, as again, I can close my eyes right now and I can hear the voice from the gentleman in the back canoe giving us very, very specific instructions on what each of us needed to do. And within about 60 seconds, we were off, we were out of the current and over to safety. Wow. And so I, when I think about that, having real life experience is really, it's invaluable when you're, when it comes to trying to help others navigate their world, but not only having that real life experience, but also being able to c communicate in a way that is clear, is concise, and you're able to help them you know, very quickly understand what needs to be done to get out of danger. And so that's what I wanted to do for my clients. I've had the experience of, of some victories along the way. I've also experienced defeats along the way. And so I want to help them navigate that world of not just being an employer, but just helping them navigate their business and helping them achieve greater heights and in a lot of cases, financial success on the personal side, it really focuses more over on the significance or creating a legacy as much as it does to the financial gains. The big superpower. You need to be in Marvel. <laughs> Why weren't <laughs> consulting in Kate? <laughs> Let's do a quick shout out. How can, if somebody, this resonates with somebody, I'm sure it's going to, how can they get a hold of you, Chuck? So the best way, I'm all over social media. LinkedIn is a great way to connect with yeah. me on LinkedIn. So you, you can find me personally, Chuck Cooper um, and our company. We have a company page, Whitewater Consulting. Also, um, my my personal email is chuck at whitewaterconsulting.net. And there you can reach me. It has, uh, as soon as I respond back to your email, you'll have my, my websites and also uh, you know, a link to be able to schedule a call if you'd like yeah. to have a conversation. 
That's awesome. And, and they'll be in the show notes. So if you don't get this, just go to the show notes. I'm excited to do this. I want to jump. I love talking to authors. Okay. I'm someday going to be one myself. Let's jump into your book. Let's talk about it. So the, the, the book is, is titled Unprecedented. Um, it was written after COVID. And the subtitle of the book is really for the, the heart of the uh, book mm -hmm. really describes. And that is it's helping entrepreneurs and small business owners build a multi-generational business. And multi-generational is really focused on the workforce. Uh, the fact that we have so many generations in the workforce today with all of our differences, if we'll just focus on the things we have in common, we yeah. can do so much more. So it's all about building a multi-generational business on trust, respect, and the valuing of people. That's and it's, awesome. uh, it's one, it's, it was about a 16 month process from the time we started until the time the book was published. Let's show the book. You still have it by you. I know you pulled it I up. Do. This is, I do love that cover. And, and, and that symbol you have on there, what's that represent? So it, it's such a, so it looks like a couple of things. One is I've had people tell me that it looks like it's a, um, the wheel on a boat um, to yep. be able to, 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 to uh, drive or guide the boat, but it's really designed to be, again, it's, it's designed for there to be four people that are basically sitting in a circle, locked arms, and the, you, get, you have multiple generations sitting in those seats. Everybody's working together for a, a common purpose. So what you tell me, it's better to work with a team, not better, it's maybe more efficient because some people can work alone than having a team than doing everything yourself. So often, that's exactly right. Yes. So oftentimes a business owner, particularly an entrepreneur that's yeah. just getting started, they they want to try to do, they feel like they have to do everything. And, and as soon as you hire your first employee, you really, the way I describe that, Steve, you almost have two companies at that point. So rather than trying to do everything, because when you take on more responsibility like that, you're also increasing your liability as an, as an entrepreneur. And so in, in many cases, you're better to bring in resources on a fractional basis or even outsource some areas of, of your business to another party that can handle that for you just to do it more effectively, more efficiently, yeah. and again, mitigate that liability you have. That's a great tip, Chuck. I, I just learned something. I didn't even think about that. You're right. You got two entities or companies, you know, your own company, and you got to deal with the staff. That's another. That's a great. Listeners, remember that. Two businesses, your staff and your business. Uh, again, reach out to him. We'll get his email out there. So who's the book for? I would say the book is, was written specifically for entrepreneurs um, in some cases that were, has just launched. I, I, I work, I volunteer quite a bit with an organization here in Charlotte called SCORE as part of the Small Business Administration. And so we have people coming to our offices all the time talking about an idea or concept they have. And the reality is they haven't really given the, the amount of thought that they need to as yeah. far as putting together a full business plan. But the, the flip side to that coin is I talk to so many people that are senior in their life at this point. So they may be in their 60s and their 70s and their 80s. And they're almost 100% of the time they say, I wish that I would have or I, I wish I would have taken advantage of that opportunity. I wish I would have started that business in my 30s. But they never took advantage of it because yeah. of maybe something that they were fearful for. They didn't feel like they could do it, you know, whatever that that barrier was. So I wrote the book for those individuals to encourage them to, for our next generation of entrepreneurs 
this, these are some of the things you really need to be focused on. And we focused in on leadership post-pandemic because, again, everything has yeah. changed since COVID hit. The way we lead, the way we communicate, um, the way we connect with our people these days and you know the commitments that we have as leaders. So it kind of lays out a roadmap for them mm-hmm. to be able to take those steps with confidence to know that they can they can achieve these things and this is what they need to be expecting. And then we tie in HR best practices into the book as well to give them some guidance on that to help them minimize that liability. What a great manual for somebody that's got a small business that wants to up-level, grow. That's powerful. I didn't know anything about the book, and I'm glad I'm learning about it. Um, So... When it, you know, small, medium-sized businesses, is there uh, not a requirement, but what uh, an ideal spot for you with those size businesses, or it's any really small or medium-sized business? I think for the most part, it's pretty much any smaller or mid, yeah. I'm sorry, smaller mid-sized company. The one thing that's probably a key differentiator for us as we look at the companies that we can really feel like we could have an impact with, it really comes back to the leadership and the mindset of those leaders. If they if they're looking at their business as something we want. To, we can uh, grow with the organization. We want to develop the our people. We want to invest in. We want to grow revenue. Those type of things. So they have what I call a getting better agenda from a mindset perspective. Yeah. Those are the type of entrepreneurs and, and small business owners we love to work with because there's just so much that yeah. that um, that we can do for them. And the fact that they're coachable at that point and they're willing to listen to outside guidance, um, it just makes a huge difference. Yeah. So you've got a, a potential prospect that comes and you know, it's not a fit. And that happens with every business. We sure. can't serve everybody, but there's another step to serving. And you probably know where I'm going with this. So what do you do? Steve Ramona comes to you, Steve, I'm sorry, you're not a fit. What's your next step with Steve? You know, Steve, I really appreciate your time that we spent here today. I, based on what we have learned through our conversation, you are probably, I'm probably not the right fit for you. Um, but just so you know, I, I understand what some of your challenges are, and I've got a couple of other resources here that I'm aware of that I will be glad to make that introduction. So I want to be sure and connect you with one or two other people that can help you, you know, feel really um, be a, a solution provider for you. And so I will take that next step to be able to introduce you directly with these other individuals so that you can get the help that you need. Great segue, Chuck. We are such a good team because that's what I wanted to hear. I knew that because we've talked before. But listeners, please listen to me. Do you hear what he said? He turned, he didn't try to make me fit the square play, you know, square thing into a hole. I'd never say that right, but people, you know what I'm talking about. But he offers, he's given away the services. That's the next level of serving. That's why I wanted Chuck on here. It's what I love about his business, Whitewater Consulting, is he doesn't have to work with you. You don't have to work with him, but we're still going to work together as a community and team. Exactly. I'm going, that's the, I love my heroes are our small, our small and mid-sized yeah. business owners. Amen. And I don't care whether they're in North Carolina, or if they're in California, wherever they are, they may be in Europe. Um, if there's a way that I can be a resource for them, I want to be able to help, help them achieve greater, greater success. Last question I'll ask. Uh, I love to ask when I say this, do you, are you concerned about any, referrals back or, or, or business back, or are you just giving them the resources and move them on and hope it helps them? That's such an awesome question. Um, so I moved to Charlotte 23 years ago. My wife and I, we knew one family. Um, 
we didn't, and that was it. We, we knew a total of about five people within that family. When I started my career in Charlotte, we, there was no one that I was, had any connections with. I literally started calling companies, just talking with them, introducing myself and starting to give value to them. And what I found, Steve, over 23 years today, my phone rings, emails come in out of the blue from somebody that I talked to three years ago, five years ago, helped them through a situation. And they're either coming back to me with their company or they referred somebody to me to work with. And so I do very, very little actual marketing from, I don't do any cold calls at all. It's simply my network and my clients that are referring me into other, other companies and to have those conversations with leaders. And, and that's as to all for me, paying it forward has been something that's just been a natural for me, but it has paid huge, huge dividends. You put a smile on my face. God bless you, Chuck. Is this, I, I knew you were going to go there. And, and unfortunately, in this world, it's not happening as much as it should. My goal of the podcast, and thank you for being part of that, is getting that out there because you will still be successful. You will still make money. You'll still have abundance when you give. And I'm going to go on a quick rant here. When you serve and you serve for a month and nothing happens, I believe in, you know, my thing is God and whoever you believe in is going to bring it back to you. But do you see the smile on Chuck's face when he told that story and he's smiling now? That's yeah. what happens to me. And I think that's a huge start. If you're building a business or have a growth business and want to grow more, smile more by serving more, your business would be fantastic. And I'm going to say, that's a great line I got to write down. Oh, Chuck, I this is, <laughs> I do too. I'm going to uh, sometimes you just get something like that. I love having you on Chuck. I'm going to have you back. I want to talk more about this in a couple months, but I want okay. to thank you for being on and taking your time today. It means so much to me. I know it's going to mean a lot to the audience. What I want to leave, if you could just leave a tip, what's something you learned that's helped you get to the journey where you're today, who are today and successful that could help my audience in their futures. If I had one tip, it goes back to uh, whenever I was at my lowest point um, from a from a business perspective. And I, as a business owner, when I was on the verge of losing my, the, the business that I had, the one tip that I would take away and share with everyone, being an entrepreneur is not a journey that's meant to be taken alone. Find mentors, find coaches, find others that have been successful in your line of work and ask questions and develop relationships with them and let them teach you the best practices and learn from other people's victories and learn from other people's mistakes.